My friends at Kevin's Worldwide is your full-service resource for branded merchandise. Kevin's is also one of America's largest distributors of promotional products and uniforms. You can reach them at kevinsww.com for the top brands of apparel and promotional products. And I mean, you can really reach them. Talk to a real person. Wow. So relax. From design to receipt of your order, you can be confident your imprinted product will represent you well. Contact them today at kevinsww.com. That's kevinsww.com. Thank them for supporting the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show, the show for entrepreneurs, business owners, business leaders, and professionals who seek excellence. I'm your host, Marty Wolf, for the Business Builder Show, and alongside of me, as always, is my executive producer, Mr. D.C. Taylor. Hi, D.C. Hi, Marty. Right here with you. Always. Thank goodness. Couldn't do do it without you. You can find me and our past shows at our website, which is MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. That's MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. And one of the things you're going to look for on that website is the past shows that we have done with my now good friend, Dana A. <laughs> Oliver. Hi, Dana. How are you? Good. Hi, Marty. How are you doing? Always a pleasure to be part of the Business Builder Show. And like you said, it's a new friendship between you and I, which is wonderful. It's great. And we're already at episode, we're calling them episodes because I see them that way. Number six, uh, in terms of a series, the first time we've ever done this on the Business Builder Show, because your book titled Mantra Design, Innovate, Buy or Die, is just worth the effort that we are putting into this. So again, Dana, welcome back to the show. And, you know, give us a a quick minute. And first of all, a quick introduction. Do your own introduction, however you'd like to do that to kind of set up the book. And then get us up to speed with uh, what uh, we've covered several mantras up till now. So quick intro and give us a quick summary of where we are, where we have been up till now. Thanks, Marty, for that. And, and it's an honor and it's a privilege to be part of this extended series. So thank you for that. I mean, for me, you know, it's really pretty simple, right? 30 years of experience, um, you know, 25 patents, written two books. And, 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 and Mantra Design is all about, in large part, the culmination of experience, in particular, helping surgical, Medtronic surgical technologies grow from 100 million to approximately 2 billion. And I wanted to share a lot of these best practices with people. So it's all about customers. At the end of the day, it begins and ends with customers um, to briefly kind of go through what we've covered and we've covered a lot but you know that you know I'll go through just real fast the mantras the first one is innovate buy or die which emphasizes the importance of organic development and not to emphasize too much on acquisition because acquisitions you pay a you know 35% premium or more and in less than 50% of them yield shareholder value Mm. Uh, learn your customer's world, which at the end of the day, look, if you want to understand articulate, articulated needs from your customer, you need to understand their nuances and speak their languages. You know, example for me, I work with docs and, and you need to understand anatomy and physiology and things like that. 
uh, beyond that is innovation begins with an I. And at the end of the day, this is where truly unmet need is established. I mean, if you want to if you want to identify a customer's unmet need, boy, you need to watch them in their ecosystem mm-hmm. in what I call a simulated environment mm-hmm. and look for those pain points, the yeah. things that take a lot of time, because yeah. that's the pain point means that they're they're struggling through something. And that's a clear opportunity. Mm-hmm takes a long time to get to simple. Look, this is really simple. In, in the, at the end of the day, it, the best products are simple products, but you don't find simple fast or easy. It takes a long time yep. to make things seem simple and seamless, and yeah. simple beats better every single time. Yep. Uh, it, you know, it, uh, fall forward fast and build to learn. Look, at the end of the day, this is all about don't spend too much time trying to work on computers and simulated environments. Build a dirty prototype and put it in the hands of your users in a simulated environment. Trust me, you yeah. will learn a tremendous amount of yeah. um, information from that, and it allows you to iterate and go forward. You know, go slow to go fast means, look, you have a feasibility phase. That's where you want to do all your dirty legwork because when you get into your formal phase, that's when you need to document everything, and it's painful and expensive. Um, so that's where you don't want to be making discoveries. Verification is not a discovery process. It's kind of like anything. I just came back from the Blue Angels. You know, you don't want to be trying a new aerial stunt mm-hmm. in front of people for the very first time, right? Nope. This is your dress rehearsal. Yeah. You, you want to make sure you, you, you root out everything before you go up on stage. It's the same thing for verification. And hope is not a strategy, which means, look, at the end of the day, you, you, you can't – you have to have a process to be able to bring things to commercial market. Uh, and, and you have to have a plan. You plan the work and work the plan. If you don't have a plan, you don't have a chance. It's yeah. nothing more than a dream. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, just to, you also, we talked about, again, not to go too far deep to where, but you also continuously mentioned the words emotional intelligence. So you did the quick summary, but I want to put that in the people's brains also, is that you have to have a strategy. You have to have the all the technology, but you promote very strongly the fact that as a leader, as a manager, the whole idea of emotional intelligence and being able to lead in the proper way is an important part of what you're talking about, correct? Oh, Marty, thank you for that. I, I, I can't thank you enough, for a matter of fact. Here's the deal, is that every CEO out there thinks about strategy, and you need a great strategy, right? You don't want a Me Too product. You want something that's truly innovative, which is you know, that's that's the first leg of the stool. The second leg is you need an infrastructure that can develop that breakthrough product. Because if you have a lousy infrastructure, it takes forever or mm-hmm. costs too much money or your cost of goods becomes out of whack. Well, then what good is that breakthrough product? So you need to have a killer strategy. You need to have a killer infrastructure that can bring it to market quickly. Now, here's the deal. At the end of the day, I don't care how good your process is. It's about people. You you know, you can have the best process in the world, but if you hire all the wrong people, you can't bring, they can't operate through that process. So to me, it's about hiring the best people. And if you hire the best people and get the right people on the bus, as Jim Collins would say, you can do anything, but who wants to work for a jerk? So if you go out and hire all the best people and you lose them, well, what good is that? I don't care how good your strategy is. I don't care how good your infrastructure is. Yeah, Dana, I was at uh, the Wharton School uh, on Monday at the University of Pennsylvania and and talked to a a couple of professors, Professor Yuseem and Professor Singh there, and they wrote a really interesting book that that, that you'd like, um, and it's uh, it's called uh, Strategic Leadership, and and it's, Mm. it's dovetailing into kind of what you're saying, not in the detail, but the whole idea 
idea of what you just summarized and how important people are. And they they took an international perspective. So not to get us off track, because I Mm want to strongly deliver, continue to deliver these strong messages. We're on now mantra number 10, which has become the product. And some key points that you want to that we want to make sure we get out is to appreciate what you call the the full ecosystem, uh, become the product. And the words I really like is map the journey, map the journey. And and let's just go from there. So uh, the whole idea of mantra number 10, become the product. Talk to me about that, Dana. Yeah. Let's talk about the ecosystem because I think this is really important is that too many people, they, so let's go back to this killer idea. Maybe you have this great idea. So let's just for a moment think about Disney, right? You might have the greatest ride in the world, which is really cool. You have this wonderful ride. But what did Disney do? Disney took that wonderful product, that great idea, you know, that killer strategy. But then what they did is they expanded it. So when you want to go to that ride, think about think about how terrible the experience would be is if you went to a ride and, you, you know, you get a flat tire, uh, you, you know, your car gets vandalized, you, you know, paying into the ride, you pay all this kind of money. Even though the ride might be great, the experience getting to the ride was horrible. Mm-hmm. And think about what Disney does. What they do is they say, look, when you come into our park, the first people you're going to meet, everyone has cheery clothes. Everyone has a smile. You feel safe. Things are well lit. Everything is clean. That's what I mean about the whole ecosystem. And for me, you know, if you want a killer business, you have to think beyond just your service or your product. Mm-hmm. You need to think about your entire customer's ecosystem. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of touch points before they get to your actual product. So let's talk about some of those touch points that you referred to. Yeah, thanks, Marty. Again, so when I talk about that full ecosystem, a great way is to, you know, what I say, become the product. So what I mean by that is think about the journey. Think about what your customer has to do. So if you become the product, for instance, you think about how does someone, you know, how many times do they have to, you know, let's say they have to go to your website. Is your website simple and easy? If they, if you want to call somebody and everyone has this headache, right, where how many times does the phone ring? You know, mm-hmm. where I was at at Surgical Technologies, boy, that we wouldn't let that ring more than three times. Mm. I mean, that was just a golden rule. I mean, you know, because no one wants to sit there and have to redial. Mm-hmm. As well as um, when you become your product, you think about all those intermediate touch points. Example, you know, so you go to the web page, you order the product. How, you know, are there hidden costs? Do you get angry or mad because you feel like people are, you know, adding costs that you didn't anticipate? You know, when you get your product, is your is shipping free? Mm-hmm. Um, you have to pay more money for that. Does it come in a day? Does it come in two months? Yeah. When the product comes, did it, was it broken? You yeah. know, when you open up your product, it's kind of like that proverbial Christmas, you know. Oh, my God, do I have all the parts? Yeah. You know, you're putting the bicycle together under the Christmas tree. And, my, and you, you know, the instructions don't tell you how to put the bike together or you're missing a part. Yeah. It's like I don't care how good the bike is or how good the experience is at the end of the day. If, if that whole thing is not simple – yeah. If you don't feel the value, and that's what I mean, it's the value, right? I, I talk in the book about having that grateful way. 
who cares about how wonderful that filet is if if your experience if the restaurant was horrible your waiter was horrible all your sides were you, you horrible for, the, you forget it, about the whole that the whole negative the whole experience is negative you know i really like the example that you use in your world about nurses like in a, in in a, in, a, in the operating room and and the role yeah. nurses play in, in in a particular technology or product talk talk to me about that that's actually out of the book yeah, thanks for that, Marty. So you know, when I talk about you talk about, you know, become the product, we map the product. And one of the things that we did was, you know, example, even though we make medical devices for a doctor or for a surgeon, well, the surgeon is surrounded by scrub nurses. So, you know, obviously, if it's a terrible experience to put your surgical device together, if it takes a long time, or imagine if, you, if, if a nurse ultimately cuts herself because your package is terrible to get open. Mm. Well, now, my God, now you've exposed that nurse to God knows mm. how many diseases diseases or problems, or if it's horrible to, um, you know, to clean that product or that device, the bad publicity that it doesn't matter if your product is the greatest medical device in the world. If, if you've, if you've made a terrible experience for your scrub nurses who are preparing that device, oh my God, they will tell you, they will scream bloody hell, you know, and, that and, product and is many, that product is doomed, Dana. <laughs> right. How many repeat sales? How many? I mean, think of the influence. Now, that's not who you're selling to. Right. So you can spend all your time talking to your cert end product surgeon, but if the package is terrible, I mean, my God. I mean, so example, one of the things that we've done, and we had tremendous inertia around this, was we would go to hospitals and we would look at, we'd talk to these the scrub nurses and these intermediate staff, and it changed how we, our entire product, it changed how we added icons, you know, the size of our product, because in hospitals, for instance, they don't have enough inventory space. So making sure things can lay flat, making sure that a, a nurse who might have to look at a hundred of the same products can quickly identify a simple icon. There you go. There you go. These, this is value. This is opportunities. This is what I mean about mapping. Map the, pro- the journey. I love it. Map Use those journey. words. Yeah. Map the journey. That product right from right from the very beginning as it goes through that entire sales cycle and implementation cycle, disposal cycle. Everything that goes through, map that journey, look at all those touch points, see where things can go wrong, I mean, and and investigate and and, and make corrections from that, right? So map the journey, become the product. That's profound. Let's move on to uh, mantra number 11, um, which is spend 15% of your time on innovation. Spend 15% of your time on innovation. I can already hear or see People rolling their eyes, saying, what, are you kidding me, Dan? I don't have time to go to the bathroom, let alone spend time thinking about innovation. So you have an answer, my man. Lay it on me. Oh, I do. So, (laughs) you know, again, I've got 30 years of experience, and I helped, you know, obviously grow a a business from $100 to $2 You know, it was a team effort, of course. You know, you have to say that. That's important, man. That's important. Yeah. But look, at the end of the day, when when you're driving growth better than, you know, 10%, uh, you know, per year during one of the world's worst economies, may I remind you, um, you know, that's not an error or a mistake. So what I found experientially is that, look, the devil's in the detail. So it takes 85% of a schedule's time to, to add all that devil into the detail of a final product. But also, too, what that means is that for me, you cannot allocate 100% of your team to 
all your uh, product development endeavors in particular, I say take 85% of my team and they're going to focus on the core and strategic interests of the business. That's important. It's, it's, if everything's important, nothing's important. So mm-hmm. you have to narrow it down to those few critical products and proce- you know, procedures mm-hmm. or services that you want to do and 85%. But here's the wrinkle is if you allocate 100% of your team to any given thing, Trust me, Murphy is around the corner, <laughs> and you're going to find discoveries and surprises. And so for me, what that means is all of a sudden, if you begin to find discoveries and surprises, well, you've made commitments. Maybe you've made commitments to shareholders, and, you know, especially if you're a, a small startup company, right? You're working on a finite amount of money. Uh, and if you've made big commitments about a commercial launch, boy, you have to make damn sure that you can hit that. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to tell people to write to the very day that you're going to bring them to that next new product. So for me, that 85% of resources, I have a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. I have 15% of my guys working on the future. But in the event I have a fire drill, if I have a surprise or a discovery, I can redeploy those 15%. Right. But conversely – if you deploy 100%, then you no, don't have any preparation for the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. And by the way, the, Dana, as, you, as you're putting these products out and they're good, even with patents, somebody's yeah. going to copy something. Your competitors are not asleep while, while, while your product is out there, correct? <laughs> oh, you are absolutely true. And I think, and that's the pro, that's why, you know, I say, look, one of, one of my, you know, things that I, I prescribe to is that you need to be investing no less than 10% of your company's revenues back into organic research and development. And the reality is, if you're not doing that, if you're just a me too product, then how do you ever expect to leapfrog your competition? Yeah. I mean, so to your point, and if you're chasing people, now all of a sudden, if you're chasing, you're chasing their patents, which means you already have, not only do you have, you're looking at your competition from behind, right. but now you have this additional burden of getting around their intellectual property. Yeah. Well, I mean, is it possible you're going to come up with a better way to, to do something than they already have? Well, maybe it is. But if they're leading, what they're then doing is they're working on not only their own intellectual property, but make an improvement to their own intellectual yeah. property because they can. It's, what, it's what's yeah. called you know, continuation in part. Yeah. Yeah, continuation in part. I like that. Well, you're always behind. Um, there may be a small market for that, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about innovating, uh, devoting the time, the resources, the people um, to think ahead, to, to be creative, yeah. I guess. Is that the right word to use? Oh, it's absolutely right. You know, for me, and I think that's another thing I do is that all of my all of my guys and girls, they share in not only the formal product development, but also the innovation process. And for me, think of it this way. I like to challenge my guys and girls, you know, so you can't ask a team to come in on a Monday morning and say, hey, what's what's our next great thing? Right. What you need to do is you need to lay the groundwork in 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 in. One of the beauties about innovative people, in particular the human brain, is that when you trigger it with a challenge or a process, it'll you'll think about that during the craziest times. Yeah. So when 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 I challenge my boys and girls about what's next, what's on the horizon, you know, as they're flipping through a magazine, maybe they like to example. I, I do medical devices, but as they're out yachting, if they're riding their bike, if they're strolling their kids, if they're at the park. They'll begin to see things as similar analogies because, look, at the end of the day, most things have been solved 
but it's been solved in an adjacent space. Mm. So when you begin to challenge your boys and girls about, hey, what's next? Or we have this problem or how can we make this simpler? They'll begin to indirectly think about that challenge during the oddest times. Yes. Yes. Well, by the way, uh, Jeff Bezos comes up with his best ideas when he's in the shower. There you go. He actually said that. He said that. Yes. I mean, I'm, that's not a joke. He said, I, uh-huh. I, 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 I'm in the shower. All I'm thinking about is how I, what, what else I can do for my customer. Now, there's some science behind that, too, I believe, that you're relaxed and stuff like that. But that's, I love yeah. that idea, Dana. Challenge people. Throw that out. You know, say, here, right. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to move forward on this. I, I want to challenge you to think differently about this. You're right, man. They'll think about it. You've got smart people around you, and everybody is creative in their own way. And so yep. they will think about things. That's that's strong, Dana. That's good. I like that, man. I mean, and I and I bet you every person in, in, you know that listens to you, which is a big audience, of course, Marty. You know, when you know when they, it's interesting when you get outside of the office. What happens ah, is your head point. becomes more clear. Good point. You know when you know when you're taking a long. Uh, business trip, you know, maybe you're flying across, you know, east to west or west to east. It doesn't matter. You have hours where you're on a plane and you begin thinking about, my God, you, you know, you begin to solve problems and challenges. Be, you know, maybe you're talking to a, a different passenger. You, you're flipping through a magazine. Things begin to, yes. you know, come to the forefront of your brain yes. when you're. You have to get out of the office, and that's a good thing. That's a solid, solid, absolutely solid advice. So we're kind of wrapping up already, um, believe it or not. Again, uh, we're with Dana A. Oliver. You can find him on LinkedIn. You can find him, just Google that name. You can find him everywhere he is. His book is Mantra Design, Innovate, Buy or Die, Discover the Secrets for Profitable and Lasting Innovation. So as always, Dana, we uh, the time went by quickly. Any passing or not passing, but any any special things that you want to wrap up this particular segment with? Yeah, I mean, I think two things, you know, obviously, you know, people can visit my webpage, which is www.mantraleadership, M-A-N-T-R-A, leadership.com. And and before we end the episode, I'd like to say just briefly, you know, let's talk maybe about blue oceans. Okay, and I, good. And I see so many big businesses, you know, again, I came from Medtronic, and so lots of business development people were deployed to scour the country looking for that, what's that next great idea? Well, you know what's funny, Marty? My entire 30 years was I worked for Blue Oceans, but all the Blue Oceans came from a more established company. What's funny, though, is that more established company, they'd look at it and they'd say, oh, my God, hey, that idea just isn't big enough. It doesn't generate enough revenues. So one of the problems you have is you become bigger and bigger and bigger. You're thinking, oh, my God, example, if you're 100 million and you need to grow the business, you know, 10 percent, you think I need something that's 10 million. And that number just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But here's the thing is there's lots of ideas embedded within your company. But just because, example, maybe they're not worth 10 million, they're not worth 10 million today. Uh But if you look at those ideas and it goes back to the spend 15 percent of your time. As you begin to vet and nurture these ideas, what will begin to happen is they will grow. And blue oceans aren't discovered. 
they're invented, they're nurtured, they're created over time. Yes. Uh, it's not something that your business development team goes out and finds. Yes. So let's make sure that know, people understand. Blue Ocean is the thought process of an of competing uh, in a unique space with a unique product with a unique service, as opposed to getting your brains kicked out in and kicked in 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 a, in, a, in a red ocean where it's bloody and yeah. ugly. So the blue ocean is the idea that it's a unique thing that you're suggesting comes out of your daily activities and you can find these unique unusual products and services did i say that okay oh that thank you for that marty that was a great explanation and you're right i overlooked the explanation of the blue ocean and and just to close on this do you know my 30 years every business i've worked for was that the product idea and concept that ultimately that i worked for very very successful businesses came out of a more established company that ignored it Interesting, interesting. Oh, what a lesson! What a lesson! This, this, these whole these interviews are powerful, man, Dana. So uh, I, I thank you. I'm honored that you have decided to uh, to work with me on this uh, on this series of interviews. So again, give us your website, Dana. Thank you, Marty. And again, I'm I'm even more honored than you are. You know, for this uh, experience, it's wonderful. Thank you. It's uh, www.mantra. M-A-N-T-R-A leadership.com, mantraleadership.com. Superb. So we have been listening to Dana Oliver, uh, you know, episode, I think this was number six. We're going to have three more. So stay tuned. Sound, sign up to SoundCloud so that you get alerted when, uh, when these things are released. So on behalf of myself, and I'm your host, Marty Wolf, and Mr. D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you so much for listening to the Business Builder Show, and have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. My friends, at Kevin's Worldwide is your full-service resource for branded merchandise. Kevin's is also one of America's largest distributors of promotional products and uniforms. You can reach them at kevinsww.com for the top brands of apparel and promotional products. And I mean, you can really reach them. Talk to a real person. Wow. So relax. From design to receipt of your order, you can be confident your imprinted product will represent you well. Contact them today at kevinsww.com. That's kevinsww.com. Thank them for supporting the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf.